Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. Good evening. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show. What's going on, everybody? Joined here by Fish, DJ, and Larry Bluesing. We got a we got a really good show tonight. As we uh, get it going, we get it popping with uh, with Fall Camp is here. Only a couple of days away. How are you guys feeling about Fall Camp? What's going on, guys? Good. Good. Very excited. Very. Everybody's excited. pretty excited about it, right? I think uh, yep, the Mario, yep. the Mario Cristobal era is is about to officially begin in less than 30 days, too, so, um, uh, when we face off against uh, Bethune-Cookman. So that's going to be exciting. Yep. But before we get it going, uh, let's thank our sponsors. Let's go ahead and give a shout-out to uh, Prize Picks. They're <clears throat> the official daily fantasy app of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Make sure you're using the code 5 when you sign up, F-I-V-E. So it's the letters F-I-V-E, code 5 when you sign up, and Prize Picks will match your initial deposit up to $100. Um Here's the good news. You're right. You don't have to use it all at once. You can play anything from the NFL to the NBA, Major League Baseball, so on and so forth. You can play so many different things. You can mix and match your players. You don't have to pick players from all from one league. Um, you compare them, right? Different sports, which is really neat. Uh, pick two to five players. That's usually how it goes, right? It all depends on how much you want to win, right? How much money you want to win. Pick two to five players. Choose the over-under on their individual categories, and then just go ahead and rack up some cash. Um, and, uh, again, go to pricepicks.com, sign up today using the code 5FIVE, and they will match your initial deposit up to $100. Pricepicks.com. All right, fellas. We're, um, we're, get, we're getting ready to gear up here, and, and, uh, and I know everybody loves, loves to talk about uh, recruiting. Right, which obviously we will get we will get it a little bit into that as well as we've got some big announcements. Uh, there was a possibility that someone was actually going to announce today. I don't think it's going to happen by now, right? It's already um, eight thirty uh, at night, so I don't know if that's going to happen. However, uh, be on the lookout. We've got some uh, some interesting announcements coming up on Friday and possibly this weekend as well. So we'll talk a little bit a little bit about that. And um, and but but really, what I really want to get into today, fellas, is I kind of want to give a little bit of a breakdown on players, positions. We've got so many transfers, so many portal guys coming back, uh, coming in, excuse me. Uh, we've got some other players coming back, some guys that were injured last year that really can make a mark on the team, on the program this year. Uh, obviously, with the new head coach, okay, and the new staff altogether, I think they're going to they're gonna see this this team and these players completely different. It's kind of it, – it's, it's going to be sort of a fresh start, however – Look, these guys prepared in the offseason, right? They lifted. They did spring football. So there's a little bit of a tape. There's a little bit of knowledge. There's a little bit of uh, um, uh, how can I say it? It's you know, players already know a little bit about some of these players. I'm sorry, coaches already know a little bit about some of these players. 
So I think that there, uh, you know, we've all got an idea as to what's going to happen with the ones, right? That's what we're going to really focus on today is who we think is going to start off as the starting group for the offensive defense. Not as, this is not necessarily what's going to happen before week one against Bethune-Cookman, but Friday. Who, who we think is going to be running with the ones on Friday? And we'll definitely get into that because I think that's going to be uh, fun. What's going on, Fern? Shout out to Fernie Tapia for uh, joining us already. Um, I think that's going to be really interesting, and I think that we're going to go over all of that, and we'll start off – we'll probably start off um, on offense because I think the defense might be a little more interesting considering so many different players that are gone, so many new players on that side of the football. Uh, so I think it's going to be it's going to be fun to talk a little bit about that. Um, but before we get into that real quick, let's go around the horn with this. Blue, how excited are you and what are you looking forward to now that fall camp starts on Friday? Well, I'm really excited. Obviously, a lot of new faces. Even during the spring and the spring game, we didn't get a, a true glimpse of everybody because not everybody was healthy. I mean, the uh, quarterback room is unconscious now. Obviously, Tyler and, and Jake Garcia uh, are two potentially as good as you're going to get, you know, on a team. The running back room just was enhanced with the addition of Henry Parrish. Uh, Knighton will be healthy again. I think Cheney will be healthy. And then you still got Thad Franklin. So, um, and then we know on defense, uh, that's going to be. It's going to be kind of a crapshoot because the linebacker position right there, as you left the season and came into the spring, was a weak link. I mean, and, and they're going to need uh, to definitely count on a lot of the guys uh, that they're bringing in, um, you know, to to fill that. So, yeah, I'm excited, cautious on the defensive side, especially at linebacker and in the depth uh, overall. We haven't got a chance to look at the, uh, the defense fully loaded uh, you know there were some injuries and there were some guys left out and uh, yeah I think I think quarterback running back and in the tight end position on offense are definitely pluses so jazz is muted DJ I don't know if you have thoughts yeah, that's I'm just exactly, that's exactly what I said by the way <laughs> <laughs> jazz and I've been spending too much time together <laughs> It's all good. I'm just excited to see how each of these coaches will, you know, kind of put their style on each side of the football from, you know, Josh Gaddis kind of building his offense to, you know, Kevin Steele on the defensive side of the football to Alex Mirabal bringing that aggression back to the offensive line. I'm curious to see how each coach will establish their identity at their respective positions because we have some quality coaches on this staff as we've been over and I'm excited to see how each one of these coaches kind of takes the bull by the horns and really asserts themselves at each of their position groups. Zish. <laughs> Thank you, Jazz. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll echo a little bit what both Blue and DJ said. I think we're all just, you know, it's exciting to see the team finally get it back out on the field and it's, you know, it's August, so it's about the about to happen they're actually going to play like real games coming up so you know the recruiting and the offseason and all that's fun but this is this is why you do all of that to lead into this so definitely excited um and i know we already feel very high on the quarterback room especially tvd but i'm really curious to see what he does in gaddis's offense just because i don't know that lashley's offense necessarily fit him well it's a lot of rpo a lot of run action with the quarterback and he's He's mobile. He's not like a statue back there, but certainly not, you know, comparing him to Derek King as an example, like they're not the same type of runner. And and he executed that anyway at a high level. So um, I'm really curious to see what we do with him. Because I think there's a lot more for as well as he played last year. There's another level he can take it to. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And I think, uh, you, you know, we had this guy on a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, Coach Frank Ponce uh, spoke about it. Right. And I think that bringing in a coach like Frank Ponce um, is really going to help him elevate his game. So I re I'm, I'm with you, Vish. I'm, I'm really excited to see what uh, what uh, TVD does in this offense. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how he implements possibly a guy like Jake Garcia, a guy like uh, Jakari uh, Brown. Um, I think it's going to be interesting how he how he just molds that that quarterback room as a whole, uh, because, look, 
unfortunately, right? Things could happen, and so everybody needs to be prepared. And obviously, we saw a little bit of Jake Garcia last year. We like what we saw. Uh, we spoke to him about Jakari Brown and how exciting he was too. So I think, um, I think just just kind of uh, having Coach Ponce uh, coach those guys up and develop those guys even more uh, is really exciting for me as well. Um, and I know Blue, you you love you love Frank, you love Coach Ponce, and and I think that uh, you can probably echo that sentiment on on what he's going to do with that quarterback room. Yeah, well, we saw him. You know, all of us were talking to him a couple of weeks ago, and and you guys know that he he's an upfront guy, and uh, he's a very talented man. I mean, he works hard. He's going to come up with every scheme possible for these guys. Uh, the only thing that might bother me too, because you know, we Vish was talking about you know Van Dyke, and you guys were talking about what type of you know how he did last year, and he's not De'Ara King, and I understand, but also had a go to. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Rambo was a go-to guy, and he bailed him a lot of times. He got open a lot of times. And right now, as we begin camp, we don't have that type of guy. And they're going to have to develop somebody, whether it's Ladston or you got to give. And I think that because of Gaddis, I think the tight ends get more involved. And, and Miami's tight ends are crazy. And uh, But you still need that go-to guy, somebody on the outside that's going to spread it a little bit. You got – Plenty of guys with Brashard Smith and Restrepo in the slot, and you know, but sooner or later, you're going to need somebody. I, I like, you know, I know Smith is uh, Keyshawn Smith is a really, really good football player, but he's the last two years, Miami's has had um, really good outside guys. I mean, you know, I mean, and and uh, with Osborne uh, two years ago, and then last year with Rambo, so that that to me. And Vish, you know, I mean, that makes when you think about it, I think that was part of the success of uh, Van Dyke last year is because he had a good running game. Uh, he had some slot kids, you know, and Harley turned up the volume a lot last year. But at the same time, because of the fact that you had a go to guy that oftentimes would get double covered. Uh, you know, Rambo's catching 9, 10, 11 balls a game and you got to got to put a couple of hats on him, you know, so that leaves somebody. Uh, basically alone. So that's the one thing I want to see. I want to see if he's going to get all that help that he's, he got last year, because I think that's one of the reasons why he excelled. Good point. Good point. Uh, I think we can uh, jump right to it. Vish, I know you've got that sheet, man. And we definitely, uh, who are we going to start off with? Who are we starting off with there, Vish? I think what we'll do is we'll go position by position. Um, and then, you know, kind of say, all right, so who's your quarterback? Who's your running back? Uh, to each and every one of us. I mean, so, I think for quarterback, do we want just, you know, that's pretty in the interest obvious, of brevity? Right? I don't, does anyone think Van Dyke's not going to be the starter? Well, yeah, I, I, no. I, 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 I think we'll do that. Yeah. Even while we're, we're going into fall camp, so we can go and do some kind of off the wall. There's like, a walk on guy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So I think this one's an interesting one. Uh, is, is the running back position, right? We've got the uh, the addition of Henry Parrish. We've got Thad Franklin, who looks great. Uh, Don Chaney back from, from injury. Jalen Knighton, who obviously was uh, was the, kind of the bell cow last year. Yeah, he was uh, the man last year. Yeah, he was definitely the man. And um, and I think that that room is loaded. What's going on, Blue? Uh, what, what do you want – who do you think is going to start off as RB1 on Friday? I think Knighton goes to the one spot with Parrish as his backup. Cheney's still got to get, you know, back and prove uh, that he could do it. But that's my my thought is that Knighton will start out at the one and and then Henry Parrish is, will be right behind him. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you can go wrong. How about you, DJ? I'm echoing Blue's uh, sentiment as well. I think Knighton's the top back with Parrish right behind him. And, that and, and you know, that room is loaded, so this answer may not be as clear-cut as we might think. Ooh, so you know what? For 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 Friday, I'm gonna say it's Knighton. I'm also gonna go with Jalen Knighton. I'm gonna go with Rooster. I uh, just think that he proved last year that he can he can he actually can carry the load, right? There was a couple times where he got more than 25 touches. Yeah, um, and he catches and, the ball uh, out of the backfield, which is nice. Exactly he, right. He's kind of a, that two way running back. So I'm yeah. gonna stick with Knighton. Okay, I guess I'm the. Uh... First one's gonna break the mold here. I'm going with Parrish. I I don't think he came here to not start. This is no knock on nine. Like you said, he carried the load last year and and did great, actually. Kind of, you know, Blue mentioned how we had a wide receiver one and, and a good two 
We also had a, a running back one that you got the ball in his hand was dynamic and also picked up the tough yards. But to me, we have even outside of Parrish being here, we already had a loaded running back room. The fact that they were yep. able to get him to come here anyway, to me, this this screams he's at least going to get the first crack. Uh, this is again, we're talking about going into camp that he's going to get the first crack there. All right, let's give a shout out first to a couple of people in the chat. We got to start off with Gary, by the way. Gary, congratulations, my friend. You're the big time. You're big time now, brother. I mean, yeah, we, we definitely we, – we, What did he uh, say there? What did he say? What, what's up, fellas? Uh, this will be my last show. I was only here to amplify my Spicy Nuggets initiative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you got it. You got it done, man, but please don't leave us. Are you kidding me? You're one of our faves. You're one of our favorites, man. So, so for, for, for people that aren't longtime watchers of the show, for what the better – I mean, Gary can put the exact timeline. For at least a year, he has been tweeting at Chick-fil-A – to make spicy nuggets and he got a response this week from chick-fil-a so uh it's been a awesome. journey it's been an odyssey he, he brought in the five star and landed him so uh yeah big big week for gary here next question from greg trujillo uh buddy greg how long before citizen starts yeah look that's that's a guy that we really we really haven't even spoken about yet but if you look at all the photos if you look at all the talk uh, around what's going on with um with Javante citizen uh, that kid could end up – he could end up being the starter by the end of the season. Who knows? He's that talented. So um, I would say give him a little bit of time uh, to learn the system, to learn you know, learn the playbook and, and understand his assignments and know what he's doing. But I think that he's just as talented as the rest of these guys, if not more talented. Um, but, again, you've got a stable of backs in front of him that, that can really go. So um, I, I'd still it's be really hard for, he could get for, some me, time. for me to see him starting this year. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's so going to start talent. this year, but there's the, so much talent. He may get some playing time, and he may get some get some playing time early in these Bethune Cookman games. If you know, if we end up, you know, kind well, of hopefully everyone, box, everyone but, gets playing time there, especially yeah. now that you don't, you know, looking forward. If let's say there's not a lot of playing time, especially at a loaded position right. like this, where we're likely going to be using one, two, maybe three running backs. Is when you only right. have one on the field at a time, it's hard to. You know, yep. you can still redshirt someone if they play four games. So, um, expect us to empty the bench in the Bethune Cookman. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Gary with another with uh, with another statement here. Probably a position where RB one doesn't matter so much if you are going to play a lot. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, you're definitely going to get a uh, especially with with this uh, stable of backs. You'll you'll definitely get some guys there. Another question, really quick, uh, or another comment from Fernie Tapia. I like the idea of both Rooster and Parrish, both in the backfield, and then spread them out wide. Here's here's the beauty about that, right? Is it's it's the Josh Gaddis offense, and what he's going to be able to do. He's going to be so multiple. He's going to be able to do so many different things with, especially with the talented backs that we have. So, um, I can definitely see that also. Uh, what's another one here? Uh, if if he starts, it's because we have major injuries. Yeah, sure, exactly. Um, and uh, I think that's that's it for now. But um, all right, let's move on to wide receivers because I think all three of us might have something different. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll have something the same. But again, remember, this is who we think is going to start off as the as the you know with the ones on Friday in camp. Blue, give us your X, Y, and Z. We'll go all down all down the list. Well, the X I would think would be Keyshawn Smith. That's okay. I would think. I think the uh, the the slot of the Y would be Restrepo, and then I think Frank Ladston grabs off the Z. Because Jacoby George didn't, didn't go out of his way to impress me. I mean, he did okay, but he – and then uh, the kid Isaiah Horton, who's a freshman. Yeah, I heard he's he's doing some good things. Yeah, but I, that's who I think. I think Keyshawn Smith, Latson, and Restrepo. Okay, all right. Um, DJ, what do you got? I would go with that order. I mean, Smith had a decent season last year, a little over 300 yards. He's – been with the program for two seasons now, I believe. He has a lot of experience. I would say uh, Keyshawn at wide receiver one, Restrepo, wide receiver two, same thing, a lot of experience. And then you bring in a guy like Frank Ladson to not sit on the bench but to play, and I'm curious to see how he fits in this offense. So I would put him at wide receiver three. So here's the thing with me. like I, I like both Keyshawn and Xavier and Restrepo. I like them both as my X and Y. Um Here's where I might differ. Uh, I'm kind of going to go against the green here. Look, Tap, Tap brings up a great name. Kobe Young was the first guy I thought of, but 
He's, he just got here. So, again, I'm talking about Friday. Who's going to be the guy on Friday that's going to start? Um, you, you know, Larry, I, I heard that a lot of the talk about Jacoby not impressing some guys and dropping some balls was a lot of people that were there maybe possibly early on. I didn't see the full practice, uh, but I didn't. I did hear that he was making some plays. So right now, I'm going to go with Jacoby George. Um, I think that Frank Latson um, is going to be there. He's going to be competitive. I think Kobe Young is going to be competitive. I think you still need to factor in a guy like Michael Redding um, as well, who's still there. Who listen? He was a four-star wide receiver coming out of IMG a few years ago, right? So he's no slouch. He has been injured a little bit. So I can see that he might come in, and, um, and and another one that we haven't even mentioned yet, but because of injury he didn't play a lot, is Romello Brinson. He could very well be wide receiver one when it's all said and done. He's that talented. Yeah. So right now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that order. I'm gonna go Keyshawn uh, Restrepo, and I'm gonna go Jacoby George for Friday. Fish, what do you got? Yeah, I I, I got the same as you, Jess. I, I do have George in there. Um, so. Copy paste him. Women. Copy paste. You convinced dude. me. No, I was gonna go with them anyway. Actually, <laughs> I, I did pre-work, so because I knew we were doing this, so I, I did. I do have it open on another screen, so I do have George in there. There we go, baby. Uh, did you? By the way, did you do what uh, Gary said there? Free the freeze. Yeah, thing? I was looking. I know I do it in Excel. Yeah. Um, don't know I do it in sheets off the top of my head, and don't necessarily want to mess around on the. Uh... Yeah, we'll try. To, <laughs> we'll try to figure it out. But, uh, um, anyways, all right. So the next one is. Um, I think that starting off in camp is 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 pretty obvious too, right, Blue? Uh, for where be, the tight end? Tight end, tight end. It's got to be. Oh, Will I Mallory, think right? it's uh, Will Mallory, then Arroyo, and then probably Skinner. Yeah, Skinner's up to two twenty five now, six five two twenty five. So he's getting, um, does does anyone not have Mallory? Oh, we just... No, I, I think we all got Mallory, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean preseason. Preseason All American or something like that, right? I mean, I, I don't know about All American, but I think he's on one of those lists for the best tight end in the country too. So ACC All First Team, I believe. There you go. I'm not mistaken. That's what it was. It was the ACC All First Team. Good job there, uh, Danny, on that. Um, I do what I can. So, yeah, thanks. Wait, but that's what we're here for. Yeah, uh, that's what you're here for, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Getting down to the big uglies. I think this one's going to be interesting. So. We know that Zion Nelson is out for the fall, right? Obviously, he had some uh, some surgery to clean up something in his knee, I think it was, or ankle, something along those lines. However, so he's out, right? He's out for the fall. So now, what's your what's your line look like? And I think that I think that we'll go. Should we go position by position here, uh, Vish, or should we just go all the way down the line for your five, your big five? Um, yeah, maybe just go down the line. I guess, all right, because there's a unit. What do you got, Blue? What do you got? What do you think? Well, so if Nelson's out, he is uh, the only other guy that's played in the left tackle. I believe would, would probably be the um, McLaughlin kid. Uh, he's had a good good off season. The only other one is if you you go back to the right side and take the kid uh, Olawasian. Uh, but I think that if they if on Friday the way it should. From that standpoint, I'd put McLaughlin, Jalen Rivers at the guard, uh, Ja'Kai Clark at center, uh, DJ Scaife at the other guard, and Campbell at the right tackle. Well, I did hear, now that you just said that, um, I did hear that um, that John Campbell was going to start at left tackle. Oh, left tackle. Yep, he was going to start at the left on the left side. So then, I think then, Mario Cristobal did. He mentioned, uh, if Mario, if I'm, if, correct me if I'm – not mistaken here, but Mario Cristobal did mention that he expects John Campbell to be one of the best linemen in the excuse me in the ACC, if not the country. That, that that's how okay. much he, he gave a very high praise at then, the right? media session on Tuesday, I believe it was. Yeah. So it, well, then, yeah, then yeah. I would think that the other tackle most likely would be between uh, the kid Justice Alawasian and and Michael McLaughlin. Okay. And then I. I would say that Rivers and, and Scaife would be your guards. Rivers and then Scaife. your center, Ja'Kai Clark. There you go. All right. What do you got, DJ? I would go the same as Blue. I feel like I'm going the same as Blue for all of these, but, I mean, Blue makes sense. I mean, when you look at the line, this is what they have. I'm curious to see how Campbell plays out because 
like we just mentioned, he did get some very high praise from Mario. And uh, after coming off of injury uh, last season, after being out because of injury, I'm curious to see what he can do at that tackle spot. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go a little different here. Obviously, I'm going to go John Campbell as a left tackle. Okay. Who? I didn't hear you. Uh, John Campbell. Yeah, I'm going to go. Okay. Campbell. Campbell is my left tackle. Um, I think that my center, and I'm going to go, you know, kind of a little sporadic here. Bitch, but my center is going to be Ja'Kai Clark. I think everybody can kind of agree to that. Um, my right guard, uh, Tap just mentioned him. For me, it's Logan Sagapolo. Uh, I think Logan Sagapolo is going to be my right tap, my right guard. Excuse me. Um, you know, he came in and he kind of asserted himself right away. Uh, I think he's might be the strongest. Well, Sag- um, Sagapolu Jazz- was such a good player <laughs> that he took Jazz's breath away. Yeah, he just he 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 ejected Jazz for, from from the stream. So someone did not want <laughs> Sagapolu starting. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because he's got really not a lot of experience. He's just like a redshirt freshman. So I, agree with I would think well. this he may very well, but when the season starts, he may very well be in there. But I think. The question was, what about when camp opens? Right. Well, actually, so I had the same as Jazz there. I'll go ahead and hopefully he'll be back by the time. Uh, so I had I had Clark Hamlin. I actually had Sagapolo as well. I just – I don't disagree with anything you said, Blue. I just think his body is ready. I think he's ready to start, and 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 I think he'll, he'll get first crack there. This line was kind of hit or miss last year, so I do think we'll see some shuffling. And I actually, um, I had Scaife playing right tackle. Um, you have him? Oh, okay. Because he, I think he's a better guard. But I mean, uh, but but tackle. I mean, you know, I, I I didn't see him play much tackle. Well, that, that, again, that's why I slotted him in to start camp. Whether or not he, I I just I'm not sold on McLaughlin coming in right now or no, or no. Justice. So I kind of defaulted to Scaife there, and then. Uh, on the other side, I had um, I, I had Jalen Rivers. I think we're, we're all good there. Um, but look who decided to uh, to grace us with his presence. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. Sorry about that, guys. Like, Sagapolo <laughs> starting yeah. was that controversial. Like yeah. someone cut the Sagapolo feet. took your breath away, huh? My, uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there, but uh, you know, so I. I I'm going to do exactly – that's exactly what I was going to do, Vish, because I was considering putting Rivers at right tackle, but I just think if you've got to – Rivers is probably our best uh, offensive lineman right now, uh, so you've got to help him out at least for the time being. I'm not saying Campbell's not good. I think he's he's very good. I just think he's had injury issues, but uh, i got to keep him on the left side to protect Tyler Van Dyke, so I'm going to go Rivers there at left guard, and then I'm going to go DJ Scaife at right tackle. So I'm with you there. So look at that. Yeah. Two and two. Ain't that funny. Ain't that funny. As far as Sagapolu goes, I just think he needs a little bit more development. Yes, his body, like his body is ready, but I just think he needs a little bit more development to start things off. I do think he'll see playing time by the midpoint of the season. I just think he needs a little bit more work. Not too much, just a little bit more. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, okay, but who's better than him at right guard? Because it's not DJ Skates. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not DJ. Scaife. No, it's just from from we're talking and what you said is at the start of camp. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. DJ's got a lot more experience, so let him play himself out of the position. That's the way I looked at it. I like I like Justice also at one of the guard spots, so you can kind of interchange them there uh, because I think Justice has been here for a couple couple years now, uh, and he's he's actually a serviceable offensive lineman. I don't think he's terrible. Uh, so I'd probably if, if I'd have to switch Sangapolo out, I'd probably put Justice there at right guard um, and keep Scaife outside at right tackle because he has some experience at tackle as well. Gary's 100 percent right. The staff is very high on Scaife because of his experience. That's yep. why. And I think I think he's got an opportunity to kind of redeem himself because I know that he had a little bit of a, you know, an, a down year last year, you can say. But uh, well, at least the, I, I, the previous regime wasn't very high on him. But then a again, lot of the totally program different had a down year last year, too, though. So it's just like it's going to be Good almost point. starting over for a lot of these kids. Yeah, because it's like it's completely different blocking scheme. The Good whole point. program had a down year last year, yeah, all no things care. considered. So, <laughs> all right, all right, not too bad, not too bad. The longest two decades. 
<laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> McLaugh- uh, Blue, that, that Mc- the McLaughlin kid, Michael McLaughlin, which uh, we've had on the show before. Uh, I think he was on last year. Uh, really nice kid. Big kid, right? Big kid. He's about 6'7". Six, 6'7", seven. Six, seven almost. Yeah, he's a big dude. Uh, and, th- and I've heard that he's gained some weight. So, And he's been able to impress a little bit this year uh, in spring and, and, and summer as well. So, um, right, yeah, Sangapolo played for Mirabal and Mario. So the experience with – look, another kid that just transferred over is, is uh, John Dennis, right? Jonathan Dennis. Oh, yeah, local, from Oregon. Local yep. kid. Uh, South, from South Dade, Dade, yeah. You know, um, that's another kid that could get some development and, and come in and, and, and contribute this year as well. Big, strong kid too. He's a really – Yeah, he is. Big, strong kid who could play inside. So um, I think that um, – that offensive line is better off than it definitely has been for the past few years. So it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. I feel like we've been saying that for several years. I think hopefully that's actually the case this time. The interesting thing is when Zion comes back, where do, you know do they kick uh, Campbell over to the other side? Probably uh, depends on how well he plays. Um, all right, let's get into the defense because I think the defense is is uh, is uh, going to be interesting. Okay, and I know we spoke about this a little bit offline already. So, uh, the, the the front seven is going to be the biggest the biggest question mark I think for everybody. And, and Blue, you mentioned it on last week's show uh, that the front seven is what's it's what's really going to determine how good of a defense we are. Right? We know that uh, the cornerbacks are are pretty good, right? Uh, and, and the safeties are obviously very talented as well. It's that front seven. So. Uh, without further ado, Blue, what do you got there for the uh, defensive line? Let's go with the defensive line. The first, first I, four. I, th- I would take Harvey, Leonard Taylor. I like the Harrison Hunt kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mitchell Agudi goes right in there. Um, I think that's your front four. Hart, Hart, oh Harrison Hunt, and then Hart, yeah, and then well, Hart, and uh, Harvey sorry, Taylor, Agudi. Harrison Hunt, and Agudi. And Agudi, okay, which I is like pretty that. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that's strong. That's strong. And I, I heard again the same thing with the with state with Scaife and some of these other guys. This uh this staff has been uh, pretty high on, on Jared Harrison Hunt as well. So, uh, DJ, what do you got there from four? I'm gonna go the same only because you know, like like you just said, that's a solid four. I'm curious to see what Agude can do. Uh, we we mentioned that uh, Miami has been really focusing on the edge position in recruiting and that's why you bring a guy like Agude in and I'm curious to see how he in particular will do because after watching some of his highlights in film he's a very solid player so I'm excited to see him on the field uh, I, I like I like it I'm gonna go a little bit different I'm gonna I'm, I am gonna stick with Harvey I think Harvey has had a solid summer he's had a good spring and I think that the coaching staff you know they picked him as a captain to go into the ACC or you know they picked him to go to ACC media day so I think the the, the coaches hold him in high regard and I think he's I, I think he's he's a hustler right he's a he's he's a he's he's a guy that that, that plays hard obviously yeah. he's got a transition he's you know he's kind of known for that one play against North Carolina and then everything else has been very uh, very hit or miss with him, but I think that uh, if you look at his body, he's got a prototypical end ends body, right? Like he's that guy. He's he's strong. He's quick. I think that that's the kind of kid that you need there a defensive end. If he can put it all together, I think he can he can have a, a good year. LT is definitely one of my defensive tackles. Um, I was gonna go with Mesador, but it seems like uh, um, he may be out for the fall. This is what I'm hearing. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't want you guys to kind of take it um all well, the way. I, I mean i guess if he's out for friday yeah then he's not going to start camp as the starter right so. right right if he's out for fall if he wasn't going to be out for fall then i probably would have picked him um but i like and i think they brought him in for this okay and i think he's the guy that's going to go in there and he's going to and he's going to be the day one guy uh from the start and uh, maybe it's you know maybe it's um uh maybe i'm kind of getting ahead of myself but i'm going to go daryl jackson kid out of maryland uh transfer uh, I think that he's going to come in and he's the kind instead of guy. Instead of Hunt, you mean? Yeah, instead of Hunt. Right. I'm going to go with Daryl Jackson. Um, and then Agude, Mitchell Agude. I'm going to go with Mitchell Agude as well. Uh, I don't think you're getting ahead of yourself in terms of Jackson. He's a very solid player who can stop the run in particular. So he's, he definitely has upside. Absolutely. And, you know, it, I, I I almost went, instead of Agude, I almost went with, uh, with what's his name, uh, Ishmael. Um I just I just can't right now, right? He's not ready. He's not ready yet. No, so, no I, I he's not ready. 
So um, I would have loved to have seen him because I think a kid could play. So is it Ishmael Roberts, right? That's his name? Yeah, Ishmael, yeah, Ishmael Roberts. Um, so um, I like Mesidor, but I'm going to go with Daryl Jackson uh, in the meantime. What do you got, Vish? Yeah, mine's not that um, different. Um, so though I will just say, you know, for purpose of discussion, one of the things I did consider at instead of Harvey was uh, Chance Williams. Um, I think he's got a ton of upside too. And I don't, I, Harvey looks the part. <laughs> he's never really, like you said, he, and he's flashed it at times. We're like, wow. And then it's just never been consistent. Right. But um, like, like you said, the reason I actually, one of the reasons you gave that kind of like tipped me to, he's probably going to start as at least start in that role is they wouldn't have made him a captain in seven immediate days. And then just to be like, he's the backup. So Going Harvey there, LT and Agude, I agree with. Um, so I actually have Lichtenstein um, starting. This um, is yeah, this is what's great over Taylor. Uh, no, no. <laughs> over oh, the other one. Oh, over Taylor, Hunt. <laughs> Taylor yeah. better be out there. I was gonna say, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> yeah, no. that'd be interesting. Was and it was the saying crazy, not stupid? <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I I'll be honest with you. The first year that Harrison Hunt came in, I said, this kid can be special. He obviously didn't have a great year last year um, for many different reasons. From what I understand, it wasn't all just uh, just football. He's, I think he can be a special player, man. I like Her- Jared Harrison Hunt. I really do. I think he's got some a little bit of catching up to do, but I, I, I think that if it's not Jackson, it could be Harrison Hunt. So I'm, I, I like that pick too. I, I don't think you can go wrong with either Lichtenstein. You all, we all saw what he did in the spring. Even as vanilla as it was, he showed out. Right, he played hard. He played really well. I uh, was able to get in the quarterback from the outside and from the inside. So I like, I like. That's that's the beauty of the look at all this depth that we have now that we, <laughs> you know, we really weren't excited about last year. And I really like this because you can you can even say, well, it's if it's not a good day, can you go like you said. Um, like you said, Vish, you can go Harvey and Chance Williams. Uh, obviously, you know, you can even go with a guy like and, and again, this is this is all throughout camp. We're gonna see the development of these guys. But Nigel like Lee Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, Nigel Lee Kelly is up to 240 pounds already. But he's just from an experience standpoint, I would say you, you right. look at guys like Chance Williams and Mitchell Mitchell Agudi, especially because I mean I just think he comes in with such an upside and, and oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's awfully tough to, to f- fact that he wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be, uh, you know, right there at the beginning. And then, and like you said, Harvey's really, really nice. And if he doesn't get it done, I mean, you're going to see Mesador get an opportunity and down the line, Cyrus Moss, maybe in a year or two, because he's got that it factor. He's just not big enough. Well, what's great about Liechtenstein and Mesador and those guys is that can they they can play inside and outside. Yeah, um, and that's going to be fun to watch because in, in different, you know, when when you've got those those sets that all all they're going to do is rush the passer, you're going to see some of those guys play inside as well, right? And that's yeah, going to be fun. And I would say Harrison Hunt can actually slide outside as well occasionally, yeah. so he he's played out and a little bit. So there's some versatility here. I will also say just doing this exercise of finding four. I feel a lot better about our defensive line than I did before. I assume <laughs> no, I thought we were, I thought I was going to be like stretching to be like, all right, I guess this guy has to start. And instead, it was actually tough to to pick four. Hey, don't put it past guys like Alan Hay, who's here, right? He's no, no, good, but you know, yeah, he, but I mean, but, to, but to start this is such a tough position to come in and play, like just because yeah. I mean, you're playing against grown men and then playing a physical position, it's really difficult to just come in. and Specialist packages, passing situations, right. but yeah, just yeah, every yeah. down it, it's so difficult to do. It's a whole it really lot is. different. But you even said, okay, Jazz, you, we're looking at this Friday. I mean, we can't project ahead uh, a month or two weeks, and you want you want the answer was this Friday, and I, yep. that's where I'm. You know, I like it, and I, and I like. I think I think you're spot on, Blue. I, I really do. So I, I I think it's it's great. Look, tap tap brings up a great uh great point. I think to. You know, I think Taylor doesn't start. He gets most of the snaps. Snaps the one before that. Um, most of the snaps, but I think Mario humbles him a bit. Yeah, but again, we're talking about this Friday. I think that maybe what what he might do, which we saw a little bit of in the spring, is he might put him to start with the ones one practice, and he'll drop him to the you know to the third team on the second practice, just to kind of mix it up to humble him a bit. He might do that. Right. Who knows? Uh, Elijah Roberts. Elijah. Yeah. Roberts. Yeah. But Elijah. I don't know. He's I think not. Elijah Roberts at 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 this time last year was in that position, but there's just, they added too many pieces. They did. You know, like you were saying with Daryl Jackson and guys, 
you know, like Mesador, Lichtenstein, uh, even Antonio Moultrie. You know, I mean, we didn't even mention him. That's right. No, Jesus. so I'm just saying. No, this was this was this was a unit. I thought it would not be hard. To, yeah. I thought it would be hard to find four quality starters. It was a pain. Yeah. To pit, there's a lot more depth and talent here than, more. You, than you realize. All right, let's move on to. The biggest question mark, I think, of fall camp, uh, just uh, on the defense period as a whole, um, is the linebacker position, right? Will, Mike, and then the Sam slash star, right? Because we may use yeah. that that star position. Um, Blue, this is this is a tough one for me, but um, what what do you think happens on Friday? Who goes out there with the ones? I think Keontre Smith, definitely. And then there's a kind of – you, you got Caleb Johnson, but you also co- got Corey Flagg. Did they get that much better when Corey Flagg, I think, was their most reliable linebacker? But I think K- Caleb Johnson and then Gilbert Fryers in that Ooh, start. I like that. I like that. I like that. I think he's had a really good um, really good summer. and, and uh, With Wesley Besaint coming in towards the uh, you know middle of the season and getting more playing time. I like that. I like that. So Friday you got Keontre, Caleb, and – and Gil Frierson. Okay, right. DJ, what do you got? I have the same order with um, a special interest, in my opinion, to Caleb Johnson. Uh, you know, you brought him in to help uh, strengthen the linebacker position, and now he gets a chance to show what he's made of, at least heading into camp. Yeah. But, you know, you don't bring in a guy like Caleb Johnson to, you know, sit on the bench, and you need help at at linebacker so i definitely see him um as the mike backer and then frierson he has experience with this program i see him at the samurai star position well i i'm i'm gonna go a little different of course because you know that's because you what, are that's what, I do. <laughs> that's what i do i'm a little i'm a little different so i'm gonna go a little different um i still like keontre um keontre at the will uh and caleb at the mic um but I'm going to switch it up because I know he's going to get some playing time there. And I know that you got to have him on the field all the time. And for me, it's James Williams. I think James Williams is going to be that star Sam. Uh, and I think he's going to start right away on Friday at that position. I think they're going to go ahead and, and let him kind of do his thing there. He's just too talented to keep him off the field. Um, he's not, I, I think a lot of people, I, I like him at safety. Don't get me wrong. I just think yeah. he's, He's a guy that can come down and cover tight ends and cover guys in the slot and all that. And I think that that's the guy. I think it's James Williams at the star. Yeah, Jazz, I actually have the same as you. Um, And I think, you know, this is a good segue to kind of the final position group. But I couldn't keep Kinchins, Avante, or James Williams off the field. And like you said, he's the one most capable of sliding into, frankly, a weaker a position where we're weaker. Um, So... To me, that that's why I put. I think he can play the position. I think you want all three of those guys on the field. So, all right, cornerback position. Well, I'm sorry, defensive back position. I think this one's an interesting one also because I think that maybe there's three guys that we know, and then the other one's not not a certain one yet. So, uh, Blue, what are you thinking here on on the defensive backs? Well, I like Tyreek Stevenson and Porter at the corners. Okay, uh, and I had James Williams and Kinchins at the safety be, uh, with Av- Alvante Williams. You know, just being the first guy in. But since like you that. moved James Williams to uh, to the star position, I mean, because it's a viable option, and I'm I agree with you, it's a hundred percent viable, and that may be, like you said, a way to get everybody that deserves to be on the field. So, I mean, I'm not going to switch up, uh, but I'm just gonna I'm going to go with Stevenson and Porter at the corners, and Williams and Kitchens at the safety. You know what I like about, and, and I'll go back to this really quick before we get to you, DJ. You know what I like about Gil, and aside from his experience, right? He's obviously been here a little bit now. Is his play in the box might be the best out of all those guys, right? Uh, his play, you know, uh, cover, you know, just just tackling and, and covering the running backs and 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 coming up to the line. I think that right now Gil is might be one of the best guys that we have. Um, in that defensive back slash star position, even Sam position, because uh, right. um, he's that talented. I think he's really, really good at that position. I just think that it's going to be hard to get James Williams off the I'll field. Let my cat out. 
<laughs> right. yeah, DJ, what, what do you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Just, go ahead, just real quick on the point you're making, Jess. I think one of the, the challenges of doing exercises like this is it's football so situational, you know, depending on down distance, how the other team's lining up, you're going to use different personnel. So I just approached it as, you know, there's, let's, I don't know, a fourth and 14 against <laughs> your rival. Oh, Who do man, I not want to see? I don't want to see any James Williams, Kitchens, or Avante on the bench. I want them all on the field, and that's why I went that wet route. But yeah, they're not they're not plug and play here. So depending on down distance, right. what the other team does well, how they're lining up, that that'll dictate a lot of who who's playing where. Definitely, DJ. What do you got, man? I I really like that four that Blue has. I hate going after Blue because him and I kind of have the same. Did you did you deviate from from Blue at all? I don't no. think so. No, I we think... both have the fan on tonight. I think that's what's that's what's doing it. I mean, this is no, like I did hundred percent matching. DJ, yeah, DJ and Blue went Blue, chalk on it, man. Blue, okay. next exercise, you're gonna have to go after me if you don't mind. I'm gonna right? go last yeah. next time. Yeah, but you should. James Williams and Cam Kitchens. I remember one of the first shows we did two years ago when we when they committed to the program, how excited we were to have them in the program. Now this is the year that we're going to get to see it kind of all come to fruition, and I think it's going to be very exciting. Um, listen, uh, for me, Avante Williams is the best safety on this team. Um, he's a ball hawk. He, he reminds me of, of some of the, the old school uh, Miami Hurricane safeties. I'm not going to name names because we're not going to do that. But um, it's it's him and Cam uh, at the safety for me. I think that that's who that's who's going to start off on Friday. Uh, Ty, you got Tyreek on one side, and on the other side, as much as I want to put Daryl Porter, I I'm I'm going to go a little different here also, and I'm going to say that they're going to start with Al Blades Jr. at the other cornerback position. That's interesting. I think uh, he's had, he's come back from injury. Um, he's healthy. He looks strong. He looks big. He looks quick. I think the I think the coaching staff, Jamila Dai and, um, um, and 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 Kevin Steele and, and the rest of that that um, coaching staff on the defensive side of the ball really like Al Blades, uh, and I think that that's the guy that they're that that Friday is going to get a shot with the ones at the beginning. There, and there, again, there's a lot of talent. That you can't go wrong with Daryl Porter. I think that um, – I think I forgot about the nickel with the Corey Couch too. Yeah. You know what? I can't believe well, I went out. It, it, it stole my line, Blue, but that's actually who I had. Oh, the other corner. So I think I'm yeah. the I, – I, I've been beating this drum all offseason. I still think there's a – Amazing player there into Corey Couch. That yeah, he's been beating this drum since we're... last year, Vish. Let's not be real, not just his offseason, but last year. He well, well I mean, last year he struggled, and I think you know, if you go back to his first year, everyone was really high on him. And thought, it was like, more, okay, it was much more than just football last year that yeah. was, was causing That's him to fair. struggle. That's so, fair. but um, what, what, I, I feel like there's a really strong player in there, and, and I expect him to come out. So, I, I have Couch starting actually. I, I like that. I like that, Vish. I think. I think that's strong. I think he's had he's had a good summer as well. So um, I like I like that we all had well not all of us because uh, Danny over here was right behind uh, Blue. But I think that you know Al Blades, DeCorey Couch, Daryl Porter again building depth at the defensive back position at the cornerback position. You still got Dunson. You've got yes, Chris Graves, yeah. right? You got Chris Graves who's coming in that apparently not Ivy still. Uh you got DJ Ivy, um, who obviously, you know, we're all eh, DJ Ivy has no, a good to his potential, but six you can't coach six three one ninety, no. right? So uh and you also got uh, uh the Brian Ballum kid out of Miramar who's who had a pretty good spring and then also Marcus Clark. You got Marcus Clark, another another cornerback. You've got um, and you've got the three young kids, right? You've got uh, Rogers, um, Chris Graves, and uh, why do I always get the third one? Why do I always miss this third one? Blue, help me out here. I'm Who's the other? To, I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this sometimes, and I had I had the roster pulled up, but no, I don't have it pulled up. That's yeah. We got Chris Graves. Help us out there in the chat. It's Chris Graves. Um, Rogers, oh Harris, there we go. Jaden Harris. Oh, Jaden Harris. Okay. Jaden Harris. Jaden Harris. Good job, Tap. Appreciate that. The uh, chat's like several seconds behind, so we probably typed it in right when you were struggling with it. <laughs> but by the time it shows up. <laughs> uh, by the way, Cuban, Cuban Kane. I'm, I'm with you, dude. I love Chase Smith. 
if if I had to choose a Sam, I'd go Chase Smith. If I have to choose a star, I'm choosing James Williams, and I'm figuring out how to put him on the field when you know when when he needs to you know when you got Chase Smith on the field. Also, I think Chase Smith is going to be a a huge huge bright spot on this defense. I think that he he could end up being, I mean. It, I mean, Keontre Smith or Chase Smith. I mean, it's tough because those three are probably your most talented guys. If you ask me at the linebacker position right now, Um, Corey Flagg is a hard worker. I just, yeah, well, you know, know he's a productive guy. You see, that's the thing. He, he was producing last year, but my thing is that we're having discussions about kids that should be starting, which you didn't have last year. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have that luxury last year. Good point. We were like, man, who is going to start? We don't have anybody now. It's kind of yeah. like, has there everyone's given? No, up on I Ivy? didn't. We mentioned Ivy. We mentioned Ivy. We're we not giving up on. I just don't know if he's. And let's be honest, right, Blue? I don't know if he's better than Tyreek or or to Corey no. Couch or or even Daryl Porter or Blades. No. I don't. I don't know about Blades. Maybe you know. I, I'm going. I'm going. You know, a little. Out of you know left field there without blades, but just I'm just going based off of the kind of summer he's had and the kind of spring that he had, uh, where they were really high on his you know on his on, on the way that he was performing. So I think that they might give him a shot. I think that he's going to play more corner than he will safety. Obviously, uh, although they like him playing a little safety, I think he's going to play corner. So, um, but again, but remember this is when camp opens. This, this is, is camp opens. Not, and Friday not doesn't mean anything, after. right? Yeah. Blue Friday doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah, but I mean, really Ivy's going to get a chance to to compete, yeah. and and like like Jazz says, I mean, he has all the the measurables to to be a great corner, and it just he hasn't put it together, and so I, think I agree. We're you know we're picking basically two corners here. We didn't go nickel, right? <laughs> we went phase defense, so it's hard. It's hard. Because most of the time there are three corners on the field. Most of the time you have more players out there. So, so he went base defense. So we haven't given up on him. I just think it's hard to see him, you know, being on the first line of the depth chart on Friday. So see, Vish, that's where I where I said to Corey Couch would fit in if he had a nickel. He would be that nickel. Yeah, yeah, and and also just on Ivy, I don't I don't know that he can play in the slot. So it's really he has to take go take Tyreek's job basically or. Because even Porter can definitely play in the slot. So, you know, right. if we have to play someone else outside, he can slide inside. I think Ivy's got to be on the outside. So that's, that also kind of restricts how much he can play. I think, I, yeah, he definitely has to be on the outside. Like, Al Blades, I don't think is a guy that can go on the inside either. I think he's more of an outside guy. Porter's inside. Dunson can maybe play a little bit inside. Marcus Clark maybe can. But I think he's more of an outside guy also. So... Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be – this is what's fun about it, right? Now we have guys that we can kind of pick. Well, I think this guy's going to start. This guy's going to start. Before it was like, listen, it's Tyreek and Couch, and that's it. Or it's Tyreek and this one, and that's it. Uh, at, at linebacker, you have no idea what the hell's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Caleb Johnson and Keontre Smith on Friday. But, again, Friday doesn't really matter. Um, but we're doing No, it, it doesn't, fun. but that's what we're basing this off. Right. Of. That's what we're doing. We're doing it for fun, you know? You're the one who told us to do this, Jazz. I think that he ended it with it doesn't matter. Friday doesn't matter, but this was fun to do anyways. Um, yeah, no. I think that at the end, we'll do it again uh, before the first roster comes out, before the first um, depth chart comes out. I think maybe we'll go like a two, we'll go too deep or, or whatnot. So uh, just to make it kind of exciting. But um, yeah, we can look back at this and see how, how things, you know, we'll obviously, I guess, in the next week or so, definitely know how off we were, but we can kind of see how it. <laughs> How or how did. odd we were. <laughs> well, I'm assuming. Well, I mean, <laughs> if Blue and DJ got got it right, they both collectively got it right. right. If Blue got it right, that means DJ got it right. So, you know, hey, there you go, FTW, and maybe Steed on Friday. You didn't even mention Wayman Steed. I don't oh, know. yeah, you know, he's right, been there 12 years. I'll say he doesn't stub of... his toe coming out of the room. And <laughs> but come on, he's it. I love the kid, and I love his family. But he's been really injury prone. I know. That's, that's I will say linebackers school. is definitely probably our our most unsettled position in terms of it's not as deep and and I feel like there were less options there. I agree. I agree. Um, real quick, some recruiting news before we get on out of here because I think that uh, you know some of the some of the people were kind of expecting maybe some guy a uh, one guy to possibly pop today. 
but look look at look this weekend. You've got on Friday. You've got Connor Lou, the big big offensive lineman, who's going to make a decision. Um, and you also have William Fowles, if I'm not mistaken, on Friday. That's going to make his decision as well. He's um, at Avant Garden now. He is. That's right. He transferred to Avant Garde. Uh, he and half who, the uh, Dade Christian population uh, switched over there now. Blue, I know, Blue, we were talking about it at Legends Camp. Uh, that Their offensive line coach is one of the best in the business. Or their yes. head coach and whatnot, right? He's well, he's gone now. Oh, is he? Uh, really? The Dade Christian coach took that job, and that's why Fowles and and – Everybody went over there except uh, for the uh, the linebacker, and he went over to Northwestern. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of transfers. 272 transfers in Dayton Broward since last December. In <laughs> 30 seconds, in 30 seconds, can you describe William Fowles as a player and how how in, does he fit with Miami? Is he a Miami Hurricane kind of guy? Oh, yeah, he, he does. I like Hakeem Williams better, but uh, – that's a different story. No, he does. He's tall. Uh, he he gets the ball. He, he's a ball hawk. Uh, he runs real well. I think he's like one of the underrated guys. A lot of people really don't pay as much attention to him. But, uh, yeah, I think he has the goods. Um, I saw, because I brought up uh, Hakeem, I saw him yesterday. Oh, yeah. Good kid, too. You see, that's the type of guy you get on campus, and you don't ever have to worry about him. But uh, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, as much as I hate to give him props, Florida had got three really good guys, and that's because of Kerry Colbert. Uh, I mean, I told you Andy Jean's going to blow up like never before this year because of Adam Moore, because you're not going to be able to put double team on on uh, Andy Jean because Adam Moore will kill you, and so that's why Andy Jean's going to blow up. It's a shame, but, hey, listen, you know, you can't get everybody, and everybody doesn't, you know, fit here all the time. But I'll tell you, if, if Hakeem Williams uh, is thinking – he can come in here and cause some havoc right away. I agree. I think that that wide receiver room is still not going to be settled. So I think that that'll be interesting. But yeah. uh, I think Miami's going to get their guys. Uh, yeah, I think you know they're going to get some some top talent, and they're going after some big time guys. Um, so I, I would love Hakeem. I think William Fowles is legit as well. So um, the one I'm interested in uh, is another kid is Connor Lou who. Um, who could come in and play? Uh, yeah. he's, a, he's projected as a center, so I think that uh, he can come in. And a lot of people are talking about what do we do with Antonio Tripp? He's, you know, coming. They, they, they might kick him out to the guard. Uh, you, you don't get rid of a guy. First of all, he's your he's your ambassador. He's your recruiting ambassador. He's a kid that's going to come in here. And Mario Cristobal said it. You wow. know, I want, I want a true commit is a kid that's going to come in here and recruit for the University of Miami and bring in some of the top talent with him. Um, and that's a true commit, and that's that's exactly what Antonio Tripp is, and uh, he's a kid who I think he's up in the Maryland area, just just transferred over to St. Francis, also. Yeah. So um, uh, that's going to be a, a kid to watch. Uh, we'll probably see him on TV a little bit as well, so that'll be exciting to see. Um, but uh, yeah, Connor Lou, Connor Lou's another one. Expect both of them to uh, expect Miami to be in it for both of them on Friday. DJ, do we have anybody else? Uh, uh, before we get out of here, uh, that we should be on the lookout this weekend for. I don't believe. I I don't believe so off the top of my head, but I can take a look after the show is over. I mean, I love Connor Lou. He's already invited to the 2023 All American Bowl, and I love watching that game. So, you know, it could be another big weekend. As if there haven't been enough big weekends already. Let's keep them coming. There hasn't yeah. been enough. I do want to tell you, say, Jazz. Last week, Vish did a bang up job as the host. He really did. I he heard. did a great job. He did very well. Yeah, he did. He Look did. He's uh, he had everything under control, uh, and um, yeah, I just want to let you know, just uh, just so yeah, you you got somebody in capable hands. And, and, well, I, I want to let you know, never do that again. Thanks. <laughs> 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 well, you gotta tell that to my brother. He can't release any more albums then. All right. Um, <laughs> But uh, he can. He can release all he wants. Just not, not on, on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Not on yeah, Wednesdays. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Not on Wednesdays. But uh, do appreciate. Of course, man. We always in capable hands with any of you guys. So um, I think it'll be awesome. Uh, well, he missed the F one promo, but okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 I heard Gary about it. Gary. Publicly shame me about. Thank yeah, you, Gary. I heard about it, Gary, and we're probably going to hear it now. And you, you're all going to hear it now from me uh, and the F1 show that's coming up right after this. But make sure you guys tune in uh, to that, which is hitting the apex now at 930. 
Uh, follow us here on Twitter at Six Rings Canes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, which is on the Five Reasons Sports YouTube network. Uh, you will also be able to catch um, some extra stuff on the podcast. Uh, Blue just came back from a couple media days. I think he's got a couple more left, and yeah. I think I think that me and Blue will put something out um, after that for media uh, for some high school media days, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that later on. We've got some really exciting stuff coming up uh, coming for you next Friday. I'm sorry, next Wednesday as well at 8:30 p.m. We'll talk a little bit about camp and what's going on with that. Get ready for the season. Have some more guests on. Make sure you tune in every Wednesday night, 8:30 p.m. The Six Rings Cane Show. Danny Vish Blue, always a pleasure. Check us out at Hitting the Apex coming up now in uh, 27 seconds. See you guys. All right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.